Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 131. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter. My name is Christy, and I'm your host for today, just like Nick says. And I'm so glad you've decided to join us and take a few minutes to learn what you can do to hopefully create the new life for yourself that you've always been wanting to have. Now, before we get into the content for today, let me remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Team Podcast. It is an end-to-end solution, full-service, all-inclusive service for podcast support services. So whether you need audio production, show notes, social media help, anything you need for your podcast, Team Podcast has it all for one package, one price based on how frequently you podcast. So it's a great way to free up your time to just create great content and focus on the actual recording of a great podcast. So if you need help with that, go to teampodcast.com. It's www.teampodcast.com. And there you'll find every single thing that you need to go ahead and get started. So don't be a stranger. Visit teampodcast.com. So today I wanted to talk to you about a couple of things that I think uh, could be helpful to you. Now, I know that many of you are stuck in a job where you're not living your life to the fullest. It doesn't even mean that you have to hate your job, but knowing that you should be doing something else in your life. You should be doing something meaningful in your life. And by meaningful, I don't mean that you you know have to be building water wells in East Africa or anything like that. But I, I mean, something that feeds your soul and something that you feel like you were put on this earth to do. When you have that aligned with what's going on in your uh, work life and the way you make your living is aligned with what you feel like you were put on this world to do uh, in this earth to do, then something amazing happens in your life. Now, until you get to that point, there seems to be this constant friction. And it's a roller coaster ride. And you feel like you're going through the motions in life. You're really not getting ahead. You feel like you are just being taken advantage of. You feel like you're not appreciated. You feel like you are just sort of like a drone walking through life doing the same thing every single day, living for the weekends, because the weekends are when you finally have control over your life. So we talk a lot about taking action, and we talk a lot about just get started. And so today, I wanted to give you 10 steps to get started. And don't freak out, it won't take me terribly long to get through the 10 steps. But so many times we say, take action, just do it, do something today, take one step toward the right direction that you want to be in. But It's hard to do that because you feel like there's no way out or you feel like you're so overwhelmed that even if you took one step, it would be like taking that step in a vacuum because overall it's not moving the needle for you. And so what I wanted to talk to you about is some very specific things that you need to go ahead and iron out. So this taking action that you can do today is really just sitting down and trying to get real with yourself and trying to put pen to paper 
and figure out where you want to be and what you want to be doing and how to get there. And so for this, uh, I would call this uh, action is planning and uh, figuring out where to start. Um, because the other thing is, if you just go around and think, i got to take action today, i got to take action, and you take this action one day and the next day you do a completely different action, you get to a point where your actions can be counterproductive or you're not getting the 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 thrust, so to speak, of the leverage that that action could propel you to because it's, I don't want to say the word half, you know what, but it's not, it's not well planned out and it's not well thought out, but it just gets to a point where you've got to do a little bit of planning so that you can really leverage each step propelling you forward in your quest to have the life you want. So, The first thing you want to do is really identify what it is you eventually want to do. Um, It might be something that your, your heart is just completely passionate about. It might be that it's taking one segment of your job that you love. You know, maybe you're a graphic designer and you just want to be able to create and be creative all day long. But instead, you're having to deal with projects and project managers and all this other stuff that just really sucks the life out of your creativity. Maybe maybe it's you need to acquire a new skill set in order to do what you eventually want to do. But go ahead and paint that picture. What does your ideal life look like and what would you be doing? Now, once you've identified what you eventually want to do, you kind of need to map out what that would look like. I mean, you can't just say, I want to be an interior decorator. You know, if you say, I want to be an interior decorator, that's great. Does that mean you just go and work at a furniture store and you're an interior decorator and that's going to be your most fulfilling life? Or does it mean you want to be the owner of your interior decorating firm? Does it mean that you want to have employees and, and you want to have people under you? doing the work or does it mean you just want to be freelance I mean what does it look like to you to take what you eventually want to do and map it out now when you get to that point and sometimes you might even say I don't know I have so many different things I was thinking about this and that and they're all completely contradictory and they're completely opposite and you just really don't know where to go. But really get real with yourself and what would feed your soul. Don't worry about at this point what would pay the bills. You know, um, there are some people that might say, I just love coaching. Love coaching. I love coaching kids. But you know what? I can't make it on a coach's salary. Figure out what it is you eventually want to do. The details like paying for it will come later. So once you've done step number one, identify what you eventually want to do, and then You've done step number two, kind of mapping out what that would look like and and kind of creating that that avatar, so to speak, of that person who's living the life that you eventually want to live. The third step, it's the biggie. Create a list of what is stopping you from doing that. It's funny because this could range from anything from debt to uh, getting married, to I have a friend who what is stopping her right now is the potty training of her child because she wants to create a business, but in order for her to do that, she needs to be able to put her child into child care. And she cannot get child care for her child until her child is potty trained. Talk about an added pressure (laughs) 
to get a child potty trained. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that kids do on their own timing. And so, boy, what a frustrating thing to have to sit back and wait for a child to be ready to uh, take on that and be successful enough to get into a school. So, like I say, this could look like anything. It could be that you need to move to a different area. It could be that debt... mm, It could be that debt is keeping you back. It could be that some of your relationships are stopping you from what you need to do. It could be that you don't... It could be that you don't even have the skill set you need yet in order to be... If I wanted to be a computer programmer, I, I might not be fully qualified and it might be that I need to get some skills what are all these things all the things that are stopping you from doing that these are your barriers and the best thing you can do from that point is make this list your punch list so to speak of things that you're going to knock out of the way and so after you've made this list Of course, the companion list of that is step number four. And that list is, what would it take to rectify each item on your list of things that's stopping you? So in other words, if it's uh, debt, well, paying off your debt would be what would rectify that situation. Maybe you've just got too high of living expenses, and maybe you need to move to a place that's a little bit less expensive. Maybe you need to get a roommate. Maybe you need to move back home. I don't know what the situation is. But your list of what would it take to rectify each of these is really where you're going to start start working. That's where the bulk of your work is going to start. So when you get this list, you've got the list of barriers and you've got the obstacles. And, and some of the things on your list might be fear. Fear might be exactly what's stopping you. Insecurity, not having control over your paycheck or not knowing if there is a paycheck Um, those could be on your list too and so what we want to do is look at that list of what's stopping us and make a list of what would rectify that situation and what would rectify that situation is essentially what you're going to be focusing your action on now the fifth step in this process is to start tackling as much as possible on your list of what it would take to rectify the stopping you list by the easiest first. Now, there's a couple of reasons for tackling the easiest first. Number one, because they're the easiest, you will be able to knock more off your list very quickly. So if, if one thing is uh, maybe you have uh, one of the things on your list is you need to get certified for this, that, or the other, or you need to, sit, to do uh, join a professional association associated with what it is you ultimately want to do. Well, it seems easy enough to go ahead and fill out the paperwork, sign up online, whatever you need to do to get that started. So something like that that has a low barrier or low friction level to actually accomplishing that is where you want to start. And you want to knock out as many of the easiest things as possible. So look at that list and say, is there anything on this list I could actually accomplish and mark through and get off this list today? Start with the easiest first. You'll see success. As soon as you get three or four things knocked off your list, you're going to feel like you've made a huge dent in it. You've made huge accomplishments. You've made huge strides toward getting where you ultimately want to be. 
The reason we don't start with the hardest first is because that's going to cause us to procrastinate. It's going to cause us to think that this issue is bigger than it really is. It's going to keep you from seeing any traction with what you're trying to do with making a change in your life. And we want you to see some success early on. So tackle those easiest things first. Get them off the list. Mark them off. Get them off of there. And move on to the next ones. And as you go down this list, it's going to get progressively harder. But the good news is you're also going to be better at taking action by the time you get to the fifth or sixth or seventh uh, thing on your list. Now, number six might be a little bit difficult for some people. But it might not be, depending on your situation. Find people that are doing what you want to ultimately do and begin to learn from them. Establish a relationship with them. It might be that it's just you want to own a local business and you need to go find a local business owner that will sort of open the kimono, so to speak, and let you see the inner workings of their business and kind of mentor you and build a relationship with them that would allow you to just soak up their knowledge. You know, it might not even be that somebody is doing the exact uh, occupation that you want to do, but maybe they are living their life completely virtual, meaning they can work from anywhere in the world and they have complete time freedom. Maybe they've got their business on autopilot and even while they're sleeping, they're making money. It doesn't matter what the scenario is, find somebody whose life that they're currently living looks like the life you want to live and reach out to them. Ask them, you're doing exactly what I want to do and I don't want to compete with you, but I would love for you to show me how you got there. What's the most important things I can do to be successful when I get there? I will tell you, people will open up if you ask them questions, especially if you're honoring them by saying, you're, you're, you're my dream person because you are living the dream that I have. They want to help you unlock that dream as well. They don't want you to be in a dead-end job, soul-sucking job, sucking the life out of you every day. They want you to have a fulfilled life. And most people that have gotten to that place of success have an abundance mentality. And they know that by giving you part of what they have, by giving you some of their knowledge and sharing with you what it took to get them there, they increase everything. It's not a scarcity mentality that those type of people have. So don't be afraid to ask. And jump in and say, what you know is? are there things that are going on in your business that I could volunteer to do for you, that I could help you with? so that I could learn from you and see how you handle this. Which kind of leads me to number seven. Now, number seven is should be possible for many, many people, if you're creative enough. So number seven is, if at all possible, make what you ultimately want to do your side hustle for a period of time. If you want to freelance copywriting or writing, figure out a way to make that your side hustle and earn income from it. There's a lot of value in doing this. Number one, you'll see what it takes to really earn a dollar in your new 
so-called so dream profession or dream scenario. You'll see exactly what it takes to earn money. You'll also see exactly what it would be like to live a life where that's all you did full-time. And you get a better taste for it and say, mm, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. The side hustle also can accomplish something else on your list, which could be uh, having enough replacement income from your full-time job. You can develop your side hustle to the point that you completely replace your full-time income. Now, here's the thing. The side hustle part is where everyone's going to give excuses. The excuses are going to come up, well, I don't have time. I already work a crazy schedule at my job. I don't have time to do anything else. Well, if you don't have time to do anything else, you're never going to make a transition to the life you want. So it's time to stop the excuses. Don't let yourself off the hook like that. We do that to ourselves, though, don't we? We give ourselves excuses, and we say, well, I guess I just um, can't do it. And before you know it, you're stuck right back where you are, overwhelmed, giving up, and saying, My, I'm, I'm just not lucky enough to be able to live that kind of life. You can but you've got to do something about it. So creating this side hustle really accomplishes a lot, and it really propels you in the right direction because the bigger you can make your side hustle and the more entrenched you can get in where you want to be with your side hustle, the easier it is to visualize what your life is ultimately going to look like. And then what will happen is you will find such relief in your side hustle and you will just think, man, if I could just do this all day, if I could just do this as my only job, that would be ideal. And before you know it, you know what becomes the thorn in your side? That full-time job. So you begin to see that your side hustle could really pay off and hopefully grow to a point where you can take over uh, the financial responsibility of your household with a side hustle that turns into a full-time hustle rather than just walking out with no safety net. So it does give you that safety net. It gives you the ability to potentially pay off some debt. It gives you the ability to hoard as much cash as possible so that you won't freak yourself out when you do make a transition. So the side hustle part of that is very, very key and very, very important. Number eight this is where the rubber meets the road. Number eight is set a target date for leaping from your old life to your new life. And the reason you have to set a target date is if you don't, if you work without any deadlines, you won't work as hard or as fast or as diligent as you need to. Give yourself clear dates and clear goals to accomplish these things. It might be that you want to replace 50% of your income by X amount of days or by this certain date in your side hustle. And then another few months down the road, you want to replace 75% of your full-time income with your side hustle. And you want to continue growing that. But give yourself really clear goals and really clear target dates. If you don't set this part of it, it will never happen. Trust me, when I started trying to make the leap of leaving my corporate job and coming down to Key West, it started as I gave my notice for my job in January. 
But I didn't actually leave my job until June because those golden handcuffs kept squeezing and I kept feeling badly uh, for leaving. Oh, it's a bad time to leave right now. Or, oh, we don't have a replacement. And what I finally realized is that until I gave them a firm date and said, this is the date I'm leaving, they weren't really motivated to find anyone to replace me. It wasn't on the front burner because they were, they were thinking they could string me along. And give yourself give yourself these real dates. And if you miss the target date, set a new one. But don't let yourself off the hook. Number nine. Be realistic. You're not going to be able to make a transition to your new life without having any fear. You're not going to be able to do it without being afraid. You're not going to be able to do it without having any risk. You're going to be fearful. You're going to have risk. You're going to be scared because it is scary to get up every morning and start at zero. It is scary to not know that every other Friday or every Friday you're getting a paycheck. But understand that you're taking steps now to minimize that. But your fear will still run crazy in your mind. And it will paralyze you and it will overwhelm you and it will make you feel like, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. Don't let yourself talk to yourself that way in a negative way because so much of what we have going on in our head is so counterproductive to the really uh, the true life that we want to live. So be realistic. You're going to be fearful. It's going to feel like, oh, my God, I've made the biggest mistake in my life. And you're going to have risk because something could happen with your side hustle even if you replace some income, even if you've saved up a, a bit, even if you've cut your living expenses and gotten rid of your debt. It's still risky. So understand that those things are inerrant with what you're doing to create the life you want. So be realistic about it and have mechanisms in place. Whenever you find your inside your head self saying things that you know aren't true, this will never work. This will never be successful. This, I can't do this. Have ways to combat it. Put it in its place. Shut it down. Don't let it give a a new life to robbing you of your dreams. Because sometimes we give these fears a life of their own. And boy, before we know it, we've made it so much worse than it really is. So be realistic. Take on the fear. Assess the fear. Assess the risk. And know exactly how you can combat it. It's going to happen. At the same time, be realistic and prepare for for something to be a failure. You're not going to walk out of the gates and have everything you touch turn to gold. You have to have some failures. Failures is a way of getting feedback in business. So be realistic about what you're going to face. And number 10, it's very critical to develop a support system that will help you succeed. It could be mentors. It could be family members that support you. Although I will say... If you have family members that support you in your new quest, you need to thank your lucky stars for them because many, many times our family members are the least supportive and they're the first people that tell us we're crazy. They're the first people that tell us we're ruining our lives. They're the first people that'll tell us we have just really doomed ourselves. And the reason they're doing that is because they're projecting their fears onto us. Many times the people that are doing that are people 
that have never taken the risk themselves. They're the people that have worked for a company for 35 years and are looking forward to that pension, and they think that's the way everyone is supposed to do it. So if you have family members, spouse, or other people that support you, just wallow in it because it's so good to have that. And beyond that, find find other ways to get people to support you. There might be um, a SCORE representative in your area. And SCORE is um, essentially an arm of the Small Business Association. And I believe it's S-C-O-R-E. But essentially what they do is they have retired business people that have owned and run businesses before that will then help mentor you and guide you step by step along the way as you create your business. So don't be afraid to reach out and utilize those skills and those tools that are provided. Small Business Association doesn't charge you anything for that, but you can develop a relationship with somebody who has been there and done that and might know business a little better than you do. So that is absolutely critical for you to find the support system that you need whenever you just don't have anything left. And so go ahead and get that in place early. Now, these 10 steps are something you can go ahead and start working on. The first few, you should be able to sit down and in one session knock out and get your list. We're going to come back and revisit these and figure out where you are from time to time in the podcast. But I wanted to give you 10 things you could do. This, if, you, if you didn't get them all or you, you were out jogging or wherever you are while you listen to the podcast, our show notes will have these 10 things laid out for you. So go there, look at them, figure out what it is you need to do to get started today to make your life exactly what you want it to be. The old proverb says that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is today. So take action today and start with the first few things on this list. Once again, I want to remind you that this podcast is actually sponsored by Team Podcast. If you are thinking of developing a podcast or you have a podcast and you are overwhelmed with all of the support services and tasks that you need to do for the podcast, Team Podcast is your one-stop, all-inclusive answer to everything that you need to do to support your podcast. One low monthly fee based on how frequently you podcast and you get every single service that will help you get your podcast edited and your show notes done and posted to your website and on social media promoting it. And there's just a host of things that are offered in the packages that you cannot always do yourself or even do it well yourself sometimes so go to www.teampodcast.com look it over and make a good decision that's going to help free up your time to create great content you guys thank you so much for joining me on this journey and uh, my journey has uh, covered all 10 steps uh, and I'm hopefully on the way to being able to be successful and provide for my family and do what I need to do to be living the life that I want to live. And I want you to be able to live that life too because I know what it's like to feel like you have the soul sucked out of you every single day or that you're spinning your wheels and this is all there is to life. There's so much more, but you got to be willing to go out and get it. So thank you so much for joining me and I hope you have a fantastic day. All right. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. 
I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local. 